I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man, Willie Sailor. Pretty in pink, Willie. What's happening, buddy? Not much. I see you wearing a... What are you wearing? A wire shirt again? Yeah. So if it's not wrestling, it's probably a wire t-shirt. It's a good It's a good show. It's a great show. Everyone should watch it. Marlo Stanfield. Did Ray watch it? Yeah, Ray my watched it. My boss, Ray, who was a movie kind of connoisseur, right? Yeah, but he's a fake fan. He never even finished it. He didn't finish, but he I trust his judgment and shows. He loved it. Yeah. Um You want to talk let's, about let's start with David Carr news, man. David I think Carr that's news? huge. Huge it news. It is huge news. And I think this was one I I had sneaking sub- suspicions last week or two um that that Iowa State was going to be the spot for him. But <clears throat> for I think for a long time he was Ohio State's to lose. I remember very distinctly, I think it was junior trials in Frisco. He was literally, I'm pretty sure he was wearing like an Ohio State hat. He was like wearing Ohio State gear. I was like, okay, well. But then again, things changed at Iowa State, of course, where his father went. and But even still, even post-dresser, I, I felt for a while, he did the OH after he won Fargo. And I know that's like where he's from, but at the same time, that's like a very... Ohio State themed thing, so yeah, I was like, he's gonna. It be lends a itself to that, and I think the the Buckeyes for a long time thought they were getting him too, and uh, <clears throat> he's gonna be a cyclone. Uh, big for the program, huge. Um, not that recruiting's ever been an issue at Iowa State. No, they they get, they've gotten their guys, and if you look, you know, since since Carr uh, verbaled yesterday, there's been message boards post breaking down all the talent on their team, of course, they immediately... There, it's, there's some sort of backhanded compliments, uh, oh, right? Because yeah. they're like, oh, look, they got all this talent. Let's see what this superstar coaching staff can do. Like, Where, where are you talking about this? The Matt.com. And the Iowa board. But, um, I, you know, I don't know if they have the talent to win a team title with that group that they have now, but Carr, pound for pound... Uh, up, you know, we have number five. I think. I mean, me and Nomad were looking at the uh, senior big board yesterday, and we're like, you know, you could make a case. You can make a case if it's in the subjective ranking that Carr could be. You could you could say Carr's a better prospect than Whitlake, right? Oh, I, I'll say you, it right now. You could say Carr's a better prospect than anybody, maybe except for Gable. Yeah. Um, so the one thing that the reason I would probably take Beard over him is just like Carr's gonna be in some wars of weights, and Beard's gonna be at ninety seven, where. Just yeah, ninety seven's thin right now. Um, but Carr, I think, if he's at a sixty five, I think he's in good shape. Sixty five, fifty seven. Um, I think he'll fill out more. He's rangy. I do too. He's rangy. Lanky. Yeah, I think I think he's a sixty five. But either way, I think he's gonna be. Dark but what's tough. it mean to the program? Like, I mean, it's their first the flag. Like, yeah. here's our guy. Yeah, it's their first real big one of the new regime. Uh, the old regime left behind a lot of talent, so now they've got Carr. I, I think it means a lot that someone of his caliber is saying, "Yeah, I, I, I trust this coaching staff." Um, you know, and that, and that's that's an endorsement from from his father it's, as well, right? Right. right? That's and, a message, right? Which you know, Nate Carr, senior, legendary wrestler, very well respected. Right. Coach. That's what I was gonna say. Salt of the earth, uh, very well respected. So when it, when. When a guy of the character of Nate Carr Sr. endorses that, endorses that, it says a lot about the the, the culture and what he believes is there. Yeah, completely agree. Um, I think, and I, I think Carr is. It's not just a talent thing. There's a lot of talented guys, but I think he's the right guy. I think he's the right commit. I think he's he's one that. Um, as talented as he is, you know, we see talent flame out all the time, right? But another component to talent is character, and David is... High character. High character. Smart kid. Um, yeah, I think bright future for him, and he's going to get to... He'll be rolling around with the St. John's and Metcalfs and Zadok all kind of around his weight, even though they may be a little smaller. Plus, 
Um, and, and, you know, the middleweights are kind of one of the areas where I think Iowa State could use some some bolstering. They're really good light. The bottom <clears> half of the lineup is they got a lot of talent. Yeah, 25 through 41, maybe 49 if one of those guys outgrows 41, probably Kanan Store. The, the, you feel good there. But 57 to kind of 74, 84 feels there's only so many ways Dane Pistano can wrestle. Well, we could suck him down to 49 if we need. <laughs> Dane Pistano, 220 pound high school senior, wrestled 165. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he qualified for. He's an NCAA qualifier. I'm not sure he qualified at 65. He definitely did at 84. One of these days, I'm going to get you. One of these days, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to get Christian Piles to do uh, imitations of coaches. He, he does an impeccable John Smith. He does an impeccable Kevin Dresser. Can we get you to do it now? Kevin, no. Come on. No. It's so good. Do it for the people. No. I don't want to. Uh, no, I won't. It's, Coach it's Dresser, it's all, it's all about. It's a waste of a talent. It's all about having the phone and the glasses down at your nose. There he goes. All we need is the voice. Those are big components. And if you throw in a, a solid voice, you're good to go. Say something quick and witty like Coach Dresser. Entertain the people. No, I'm not going to do it. Maybe one day. No time soon. So, re- regarding just the recruiting situation, um, who's left? One, one, we got Mason Paris, still yet to commit. Brayton Lee, Sammy Sasso. The, I feel like Lee and Sasso should be soon. Um, let's look at uh, N- Nomad's Nook here. What, what you got for us, buddy? <laughs> I agree they will be committing soon. Thank you. More at 11. Good job, Shefty. <laughs> <laughs> Scoop Newsman here. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the oh, we also Okay, so Paris, uh, Sasso, Heidley. Brayton, but we also have Hydley um, and, and uh, that's, I Brooks, think that's Aaron Brooks. Yeah. Aaron Brooks, which may not happen for a while because he's doing, he's doing the OTC deal. Based on the schools uh, Trent is looking at, mm. you feel like he could even wait until maybe signing day? I mean, it's I think not they all can what? <clears throat> do you based on the schools he's looking at? Do you think he could possibly even wait till signing day? Because they're not going to bring anybody in in between then. We talking early signing day or late signing day? The like early November signing? November eighth, whatever it is this year. Okay. Yeah, he could wait. They all could have waited. I bet you they all could wait. They could all wait legally. Yeah, he can he can wait. There's going to be a spot for Trent Hidley. No, there's no money being dispersed elsewhere. So next, okay, he's the next Alex Meyer. He's in it. Oh, how about? Wait, we never. You realize? Hang on, Bracky. I, I got this. Okay. A week ago, we explained how Hydley was was Sammy Brooks 2.0 to the mullet, to the style, to the thing, and Willie said he's Alex Meyer. And we're like, you're just. Oh, this is cute. He. he we all get names mixed up. It happens to all of us. It happens to me. We're like, well, no, you mean uh, Sammy Brooks, the one from Illinois with the mullet. I still stand by this, by the okay. way. Okay, Alex, the, so uh, someone from the Iowa realm texted me, he's like, Hydley and Brooks are basically the same person. They're BFFs. Meyer, not so much. Well, he, there's literally a picture of them both yeah, wearing cut-off jeans I've shorts. got it right here. Cock- wow, they both or, wore jorts. They're the same. Listen, why, why can't you just admit you're wrong? Everyone that actually knows them says they're the same guy. Look at that shot. I think well, I think that Hydley looks like Meyer more, oh, he, and and in his build. Okay, I was right. He was, okay, Sammy, he likes Sammy Brooks better. No, it has nothing to do with liking apologize. him better. Apologize, apologize for what? You're being wrong. Apologize for being so wrong. Apologize. You apologize that you can't tell people are soft. By oh, we're deflecting now. Wow, that's we're an deflecting now. Deflection. Hey, do you have an answer? Who wins, Suriano or Cruz? I said Cruz ten times. I, you guys got lost. It took you forty-five it. minutes for you to say it. You kept saying you wouldn't they, say they it. Could He's not like, they're not gonna wrestle. They might yeah, not they wrestle. might not wrestle. They might not wrestle. They might not wrestle. Because okay. <clears> you didn't want to have to say it. I took Cruz. We know why you didn't want to say it. We why didn't I want to say it? Because you know the you know the real deal. What's the real deal? Suriano would beat Cruz. Um, Has beaten Cruz I, I, and will beat him again. I picked Cruz. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get angry text, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. Oh, who's oh, was angry texts? What are you worried about? People send you angry tweets every day. <laughs> Moving on. That's completely different. Uh, More news. Joe Smith is redshirting. <clears throat> Bader spends four days there. Gets no doesn't get this information. One hour later, there's a press release that or uh, there's an article about. 
him redshirting. I'm like, Bader, what happened? He's like, it? And Bader, it's not like Bader didn't ask him. They didn't tell him. Then I don't know who to blame. I need someone. I'm just upset. Or maybe there's a guy on the grassy knoll. I feel so vindicated. I don't. I've been saying for months, Joseph Smith's going to redshirt. Congrats. All right, so what does this mean for the Cowboy lineup? No no love on that. No love. Who cares? What? Because you laughed at me for two months, and now it's happen- happening. No, no one laughed at you, Nomad. It was just it, what, we had no idea what it was based in. It makes no sense for their team. What, their team's worse. Well, that's the interesting thing. They're, all, they're out on Ohio's senior year now? Why, I, why are they out? Because Joe Smith redshirts, <clears throat> why are they out? I don't get that. There's people saying that. Because you're, there's a two-time All-American sitting out? Okay. They're redshirting one guy. He's well, a pretty good guy. So they're redshirting one guy. That's. Do you not understand how NCAA tournament scoring works? It's like 15 no, points you're leaving on the table. Well, I don't. I don't understand what you're. I mean, <laughs> listen. They're, if they if they were going to make a push this year, they wouldn't redshirt them. They're obviously they're not going to make a push. Yeah. Mm. You may. You're making <clears throat> their team worse. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's his point. It's I don't know what. There's no like refuting that. Now well, they'll still uh, okay. be they'll so, still be so, quality. So maybe they're fourth now instead of third or. Maybe they're fifth now instead of third. I don't know. They weren't. They weren't beating Ohio State or Penn State, were they? Probably not. No, no. they definitely aren't. They weren't. No, they definitely aren't. But now, now they have Joe Smith in a cup. You know, still with that core with Dayton and Pitch and and uh, whoever replaces Caden Boo. Caden Boo, right? They'll have one more year of Rogers with Joe. Now, what happens with Chandler? Hey, everyone thinks Joe wants to go up. Joe's big. I don't know. They might keep him at 57. I still understand what the – I mean, there's there's so many reasons always for why you would redshirt. But it's not like if Chandler was – let's say, hypothetically, Joe wanted to go up to 65 and Chandler was entering a season his senior year. That would make a lot of sense. Chandler's going to be back and he's still going to be a 65. Now, Joe could probably – he may dictate there. He may be the better guy. That would be a really interesting match to see. I'd love to see it. Um, but I would say probably Joe dictates in that situation. So maybe Chandler's going to go up anyways. But th- now you're getting out of. I wonder if uh, I wonder if Joe. I-, I doubt it, but I wonder if Joe will go to the scuffle, the souffle. I no, he'll go to Italy. Yeah, he'll go to Italy with his dad and see the country. <clears throat> um, what is this stuff? Ringer's. I don't know. Ringer's career is. ended. In second by those are nomads notes. Oh, those are nomads notes. My 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 point is that you have these these legends at Oklahoma State. Dean Hiles gonna gonna be in there, especially he's three time champ. Ringer's a three time champ, but it's been a little bit since they've kind of been close to being in the conversation of being number one. Well, they've been kind of a solid two, three, four the last three years. Hello, Penn State. Hello, Iowa State. You know, they... well, it's not just Penn State because they were number two at Penn State too. The other teams have leapfrogged them. Well, if they were second to Penn State, it was just Penn State. I, right, I understand right, that. Right, I'm saying that. since then, other we're teams have leapfrogged them. Arguments. John Reeder swept 14 and a half pounds in 65 minutes. Let's let's pull an Askren. Do you actually believe this, guys? I don't know what. It's, that's an obscene amount of sweat. That's a lot of sweat. Uh, speaking of sweat, did you you watch Aroldis Chapman pitch? That dude sweats more than Jaden. It is. And all he does is throw a ball. Yeah. Man, he gets nervous. No, I don't watch baseball very much. He should. Yankees are on a roll. Now, 14 and a half pounds is absurd, but if if Reader, if Bono says it, I believe him. I believe him, too. A, a very hydrated guy that isn't cutting <clears throat> his weight, right? It is a lot, though. In an, in an hour, it was an hour, sixty-five minutes apparently. Oh my god, that's a know. lot. That's a lot of perspiration. I believe it. If if Jaden and John Reader wrestled, that would be the the world's. It would turn into water polo. A, it's water world. It's an underwater match. Uh, there's not enough mops in the world. I don't know. I might go with Ben here. Fourteen and a half well, pounds you know, in sixty-five minutes. You know what I was thinking? I was like. I'm going to be in Brookings, South Dakota. Let's just... Let's, John Reader Sweat Challenge? Let's, John Reader Sweat Challenge. I don't know if he's in. It sounds like an awful experience, but... I was there for five days last year. That dude sweats 
more than profusely. Literally has like, literally was Bono sent him to Stanford because he has sweat issues. To be a business major. Okay. He sent him to Stanford like to be studied. Yes. Because he sweats so much. Yes. Science, take a look at this. What's wrong with my man? He won't stop sweating. Uh, Maybe you do just like, let's, you know, maybe that was an odd day, but maybe you do like 10, 10 pounds in an hour. Let's just see what you can do in 30 minutes. I think we'll have an idea. If he lost like seven and a half pounds in 30 minutes, we'd be like, okay. 14 and a half is ridiculous. It's a lot of weight. What's what's the most you ever pulled back in the district? That's actually, that's a real detriment. Imagine you step on this, you step on a mat at NCAAs or the U.S. Open and you weigh, you know, 180 pounds. At the end of the match, you're going to lose like five pounds. It's a big part of why he didn't want to continue wrestling at 86. He literally could not get big. He sweat too much. He couldn't, like, get up to be he big enough. He sweat the muscle out. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, <coughs> Coach Bono on the T-Row and Funky show. Um, apparently he talks about Seth Gross and how, like, the new scramble rules are going to benefit him. Checks out. Sounds legit. I'm I'm excited to see all the different ways these scramblers can give me like people. give me like four guys. Give me like three or four guys that with the new scrambling rules early in the year you're looking. Okay, we're gonna find out what this rule is all about. Let me let me watch Seth Gross. Let me watch. Oh, cool. I don't know. I don't have a I don't have a list of four necessarily. Oh, guys. Just uh, some good scramblers or ones that this applies to. Look, I think Kevin Jack for sure. Kevin Jack. Bryce Meredith. Yeah. Bryce Meredith to the good and bad. Right. That guy, you know. Yeah, I want to see how he can use it to his advantage or get hurt with it, burned by it. Yeah, he could. Um, Who else? Any middleweights? Middleweights. Well, who finishes? You know who? You know the odd... Uh, <clears throat> upper weight that does leg passes and scrambles and does is, is Weigel. He gets into some funky. He's stuff. a really good scrambler. Mm-hmm. The, uh, he's another one I think could be to the to his detriment. I feel like he ends up there a lot, especially with, with those heavier guys. Stalemate situations. Um, yeah, Weigel has one of the best leg passes we've seen since Zeke Moisey. <laughs> I don't know what that even joke is. Well, you think Zeke Moisey is the greatest leg I passer? I think great, ever. Zeke, Zeke Moisey is a great leg passer. That's hilarious. He is great. I can't wait to watch him this year. I'm excited for Zeke. Back healthy. Is he going to be? Is he going to have somewhat of a consistent form? When's the last time year? we saw him? Saw him wrestle scuffle. Two thousand. No. Sixteen. No. When I mean, he, he got hurt after that. He got, he got hurt, hurt after that. Later in this, it was kind of near. It was, it was like the weekend before, like that last weekend of duels before Big Twelve. Big Twelves. Mm-hmm. And then. Because he earned a spot at NCAAs because I think they had him do the he, injury default thing. Right, and he earned a spot and was in the field, and um, he just he like withdrew. Cause he, He's kind of the forgotten 25 he because he was so inconsistent in his true freshman year, then made the finals, and then he was back to being really – he was maybe more inconsistent the next year, and then he got hurt. So it's like it just kind of left you with this – like, He lost to Polakowski at – Scuffle, and then went on a good run. Did he have he had he other had a, wonky losses that season? Well, he lost to McGee, I think, twice. Um, not that McGee was that bad of a McGee's, loss that McGee's year. McGee's a guy too, right? Like he's like, man, so much potential. Yeah, I don't know what happened with him, honestly. So that was yeah. So Zeke gonna be an exciting guy to to follow this year. How about this this Doug Schwab? You and I trash talk against Iowa. I find this. I find this fascinating. Say the tweet. Read the tweet. Let me let me pull it up. So, conflict at Carver, or night of conflict at Carver Hawkeye Arena, obviously, on Iowa's campus. And Doug Schwab tweeted something to the effect of. All right, he said, looking forward to watching some future Panthers scrap tonight. Enjoy it. It might be your only time in Carver. Hashtag Panther train. Hashtag NOC3. In other words... In other words, you and I will probably not wrestle at Carver against Iowa with the underlying thing being that Iowa won't wrestle them. Now, I don't know <laughs> I don't know what the situation is there. I think Iowa coaches are um, saying that's not true. Well, Coach Morningstar said he tweeted a, a gif, said fake news. Fake news. So 
Joey Her- Ramos is loving this. So he's he's needling as well. Doug Schwab tweeted that Christian said something to the effect of, "I don't think I said anything." I well, like, that but uh, what you call it came back and said Eustace. Eustace Eustace came back and said something, and you said that's not a good source. Doug Schwab isn't a good source. Oh yeah, he's like get a source or something like. I'm like, well, well, that's a head coach. <laughs> I mean, he's one of the best sources on this subject. But now th- it sounds like it could be. Uh, there's always a little bit more to the story. Yeah. That they would have wrestled, or d- they wanted to wrestle them during their Vegas date. Um, Iowa kind of offered the Cliff King Las Vegas weekend date. <laughs> you and I is going to Cliff King Las Vegas, so they're like no. And then I guess they couldn't make it work during another point in time. But if you're you and I, you could be like, you know, we go to Vegas. We go to Vegas every year. We're yeah. not giving up that date. So I don't know all the ins and outs of why they're. They will is or it, won't wrestle. Is it fun? Is it fun banter between? Mm-hmm. No fun. Only fun at Penn State. So no, it's not fun. Is it? Is it? Is it? Scoring points. Is he ribbing? Is Doug Schwab ribbing I don't Iowa? Think it, or, I don't think it's that serious. Or are they okay? I don't think it's. Uh, I don't now. They're. I don't know if they're boys like like they were. I don't. That's not. That's a contentious relationship now. I believe. Uh, even though I think deep down there's still love there, but I just think they're. <laughs> What? I don't know. That sounds love. I Keep think. Well, you know, you saw. Saw love. There's a. You guys saw that video, where for Doug Schwab's birthday, uh, his wife put it together, and he had all these people, you know, wishing him a happy birthday. Gable, so, some of us here at Flow, and then Tom sends this really emotional video, as well. I encourage you guys to find that, and go back and watch it. Um, he says he loves him, so I think it's still there, but I think. Those guys and their competitive nature, it's tough for yeah. them to cozy up. And, and, you know, it's like with with Iowa, we've seen them not take matches, right, with, with Virginia Tech back-to-back years. So is it like they kind of have a reputation for, you know, hey, we're not we're going to wrestle who, we're gonna, who we want to wrestle. We're not going to just take, take on anyone. But I don't think it's a – I wouldn't say it's like a fear thing. Well, you know, the Iowa fans um, make the point that, well, of course, of course, Doug is saying they won't wrestle us. They won't wrestle us. They didn't want to wrestle us five years ago. <coughs> they won't want to wrestle us in five years from now. They're they're taking their shots when our team's kind of rebuilding. But I don't think that's. True. I don't think so either. I think they. I know last year they wanted to wrestle them. They wouldn't have beaten them a year ago. Yeah, for sure. I th- to me. Get that thing on the schedule. Yeah. State, I mean, that's, it's it's a win for the state of Iowa. It's a win, it's a win for Iowa. It's a win for all programs. There's three D1 teams in the state of Iowa. They should all wrestle each other every year. Mm-hmm. They should all wrestle each other every year. You will <clears> never <throat> convince me that they should not. I mean, if you're going to tell me that uh, Iowa has to wrestle all these big teams, they should, it, it should be something they have to wrestle. I think it would be, I think it'd be awesome. I think it's an opportunity missed by the Hawkeyes, um, as well. I think those matches should happen. Yeah, you should give your fans. Why not? That. You should give your fans, the the Iowa natives, especially in a sport. Like well, you know, Iowa. You alluded to it. The the Big Ten dual schedule is so rigorous, um, but at the same time, in a sport that finances are an issue and geography is an issue right i mean yeah when when oregon state had to wrestle I, you know th- th- there's big 12 dual meets that are or, or uh, pack 12 dual meets that are 2000 miles 2000 miles away and and those kind of things but in a sport that it's tough geographically you got three you got three teams in the same state take a bus ride over they're all coached by hawkeyes too yeah. interestingly i i think it'd be great i think it's a no brainer uh, I want to see. I mean, rivalry matches are awesome. Mm-hmm. That that should be a, a rivalry match. There's no rivalry right now. Okay. Maybe we'll maybe we'll try to get both perspectives. We'll get Coach Schwab. He tweets about it a lot. Maybe we can get him on the record. We'll get Coach Schwab to talk about what's happening, why, what the correspondence is like, and then get Iowa's side as well. Yeah. Another thing that the Iowa board is kind of chewing on is this 
concept you of love the Hawkeye Report. I do. Oh my I, goodness. I love the Hawkeye Report. I love I love all of message boards. Good conversation. Passionate fans. But one thing they're chewing on right now is the the concept of over recruiting and they're sort of um, poo pooing Penn State's This better be more than four people. Yeah. What do, what do you want to go look at it? Uh, this concept of over-recruiting, you have a 149-pounder, and then the next year you bring another 49-pounder in. And in the case, it really, the crap really hit the fan when Penn State got Teske, and they're like, oh, well, they're going to recruit over top of them, uh, which they may or may not do. Um, what's your thoughts on... You 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 sign a kid or you you get a kid. You have a kid on your roster. Then next year you get a blue chip quarterback, eh, blue chip quarterback, blue chip, another blue chip recruit. And the reason I say quarterback is because Kyle Bradkey had a, brought up. He's a football junkie. He brought up a really good point. Kyle, what's that stat in football? So from 2011 to 2014, there were 200 quarterbacks that were rated as three, four, or five star quarterbacks. And exactly 100% of them, or not 100%, 100 of the 200 transferred from their original school. So 50% of the best quarterbacks in the nation went to a school, didn't start, didn't like it, whatever, and just transferred. So it's just kind of like with these, I don't know, I'm going to call them like super teams like Ohio State, Penn State, even Oklahoma State, we're going to see some of these guys start to transfer. Like these blue chip guys that go there, they can't get in line if they're going to transfer. You look at Oklahoma State, the guys haven't. You know, mm-hmm. the yeah. Boos, the Tristan Morans, all those guys can be D1 starters. Well, They're not leaving. Are we going to see it now at, like, Penn State with this, like, embarrassment of talent? Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think Chance you're – Chance Marshall. <coughs> I don't think – Chance Marshall didn't leave. So, the no, point – Okay, but he – He's talking about Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Oh, okay. So, I thought you were saying – State. The point, the point is Kyle he got kicked off. The Kyle, Kyle saw the stat or came up with the stat. The best recruits in the most important position in college football, 50% of them left their original institution. Think about that. Um, and it's going to happen again because, like, Clemson has two five stars on the bench. They got the best quarterback in the country coming in next year. Ohio State has similar things and – and Kyle knows about different situations that way. And, uh, you know, I don't think we're going to see a 50% transfer rate among the highest um, blue-chip wrestling recruits. But it happens in football. And, I, I mean, do you, Christian, do you see anything wrong with – I have – let's say I have a, a lineup full of studs and a lineup full of studs coming in, and I'm still recruiting and I'm trying to get blue-chip. Yeah, it's the quality of every good team. It, Iowa does it. Iowa has done it. Penn State does it. Oklahoma <clears throat> State does it. Ohio State does it. Find me, find me a scenario. Uh, the, Ohio State. They had Nick Roberts. He was a number one rank, one twenty five. They went and got Tomasello. That's, that's right. Okay, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what Penn State does. That's what Iowa has done. Remember, thirty three for Iowa with Ramos, Clark, uh, Tyler Clark, Nate Moore. That was this huge thing. And even before that, wasn't Slayton and somebody? Slayton and Dennis. It happens on all good teams. That and Marion before that. Marion was brought there. Corey with Clark Slate. and Thomas Gilman in the same class. Same class, same weight. Knowing it was as soon as Gilman Clark Clark announced, then Gilman, it was known one of these guys is going to be on their bench for freshman well, year because they can't start over. Um, Alex Meyer was like a top five-ish guy at least at his weight. When Brooks and he had and to Ma- sit behind Evans. Brooks and Meyer. That was a known thing. It's like. Someone's going to be on the bench this year. And they were. Meyer sat for two years. And Brooks sat a year. That's just how it goes. And remember, too, when um, so I guess when the, Bradley the, was when Bradley was on someone with Bradley and Stoll. Now, Bradley never ended up going there, and that's a good reason to get uh, both, right? Yeah. So um, when you said Bradley, I thought you were referring to, to Dom Bradley, Mark Ellis. Oh, yeah, they had a, Mark Ellis uh, won a national title. They brought in Dom Bradley. Now, Don Bradley, never he never started over Ellis. They now, Bradley was a junior world champ. Junior world champ, and he still went, and I think, you know, the, and, and Missouri kept him. They And I, I I think Bradley, for periods of time, wanted to transfer and maybe tried to, and I think, you know, they were able to convince him to stay. And, and you know, the, the school holds some power there as well in, in their ability to prevent that. So 
the whole point being, is there anything wrong with, with doing that? That's the, these first world problems are qualities of, of good teams. And we're seeing it at every good team, find a good team, a team that's had success. They recruit over top of guys. And as long as the only time I will find any, I will take issue with it in like some moral sense is if like, if, if a coach is saying, not just you're our guy, but Hey, we're not going to recruit X, Y, and Z. And that happens. That, that's not un, uncommon. I'm not saying that Penn State, Ohio State, Iowa do this, but they'll say, hey, you're, you're our guy. You're going to start here, okay? And then if things go haywire and they, they pull in another stud at that weight and you were kind of brought in under the wrong uh, – under those terms, yeah. then, yeah, I, I could see an issue with that. But really, good teams shouldn't be saying things like that. They yeah, I think it's a bit disingenuous too because you're talking about – Why would about, you say that? Why would you as a coach say that to a kid, right? No, I'm talking about the fan base – I'm talking about the current conversation on the Hawkeye Report where they're saying, you know, you shouldn't recruit over a kid if that's your guy. But Hawkeye fans, if you have a round of 12 guy and that's not up to your standards, you want to bring in a guy that's going to be top four, right? So it's okay if the kid is a certain echelon, but it's not okay if the kids are – I just – you always want to deepen your bench, or not your bench, but your roster. You always want to breed competition in the room. I bet Penn State wishes they recruited another 25 a couple of years ago mm-hmm. with Suriano. I mean, you've got to – there are no guarantees in this. Um, other than Kyle Snyder, he's a guarantee. I, I think the, the problem is exacerbated by the fact that we only have 9.9. Wrestling only has 9.9. So in so wrestling hasn't seen it maybe to that degree, but that's a degree of success that, you know, you can credit Penn State for or Iowa teams in the past or Oklahoma State. Even Oklahoma State teams recently. My question um, is with these quarterbacks to kind of pull it back to football. Why? Why do so many of them? Why do they go? Why? Right? Do, why would you go to Clemson when they have the number one and the number one? I think they want to go. They want to go somewhere they can win. Yeah. You know, they want to go to a power program, and I think a lot of them have these egos that I'm the best quarterback on the planet and I'm just going to go there and win out like I have every other place I've been. Yeah, and I, I don't mind. Yeah, I guess that's a fair mentality. You know, hey, I want to go to Clemson. I guess when it's easy to transfer, I mean, d- does anyone ever like get held to their commitment in football? They just let them, if you're if I'm if I'm Dabo Sweeney and I have the three number 1 quarterback recruits for the last 3 years and and they want to leave, is is he holding them up there? I feel like for the most part they don't. Yeah, usually not. And then a lot of these guys don't redshirt either. Like they'll get in the game if they don't start, they'll get in the game and mop up duty. So even if they have mm-hmm. to sit here, they just redshirt. Um, learn the system. Well, th- in the Big Twelve, um, there's like a Chinese fire drill of quarterbacks, right? Wait, who was it? Baker Mayfield is a high. Baker Mayfield started at Texas Tech. He's at Oklahoma. West Virginia's quarterback Will Greer started at Florida. Um, TCU. Yeah, Kenny Hill, Hill started at Texas A&M. He's at TCU now. It was just this. Circle of transfers. It's weird. It's weird. I don't. I don't see wrestling ever getting to that point. I mean, th- look at what it was an act of Congress to get Suriano to Rutgers, right? <laughs> it's not. It is not easy to transfer in wrestling. I mean, Don Bradley. You know, these guys get. They are he- held to their agreements. Well, and, and then you have <clears throat> then you have things like academic progress rate and like GPA and graduation rate, and like all these little things that. People talk about it are problems in wrestling that wrestling needs to work on. So how they does, don't want these guys to transfer. How does football like, get away with, with APR wise? Because with it's eighty. It's eighty five. It's one hundred eighty five kids versus it's like one kid changing out of one hundred fifteen in football is not as big as one kid changing out of thirty five in wrestling. They also, I mean, they have their schoolwork done for them. So the short answer. Well, but but you get hit if a kid just leaves. I'm pretty sure. Doesn't matter if he's on good, right, or bad academic standing. If he leaves your program, that, that hurts your APR in some way. I'm pretty sure. Dude, it's football. They ain't gonna. I don't know what the bylaws are, but they they nailed Buffalo wrestling a couple years ago. You don't know postseason. You think for one second they're gonna say Florida State, you're out. No bowl game for you. Your APR is out of way. That ain't happening. No way. No way. No way. No way. Uh all right. Where to next, boss man? Um, we never. Hey, hey, you know what? Patrick McKee divided us, um, and we never got to the other fan questions as a result. So great question, Pat. <laughs> Thanks. Great for that. job, Pat. We got to one fan question. Good job by you, Pat. Good, great question, Pat. 
Pat, also, Nomad wants to know if you have any more hair product. <laughs> Oh my god! Yesterday, yesterday before the David Carr announcement, uh, Nomad's in there getting dolled up. You know, he dresses like a street creature normally, but when you know, when it's time for commitments, when the lights when cut the on, lights are on, I show he's up. He's got a, button, he's a regular button-down shirt. He's doing his hair. I walked into the bathroom. He's in front of the mirror. I said, "Hey, you, you got a, uh, you got any of McKee's uh, hair product?" He goes, "No, I wish I did. My hair looked great that day, like dead serious." Oh my god. So Who told him it looked. He great? looked like a used car salesman. Who's number one? Yeah, I, shout out, shout out, Patrick McKee. Yeah, the slick back hair. Oh my suit gosh, was too big. I was just waiting for you to pitch a '79 Datsun with a mic. Don't get these spot involved. Okay, great question here. I believe which round of twelve? This is from Greg. <laughs> that's your. That's his Twitter name. Shout so, out, Greg. Shout out to Greg. Which round of twelve or even non-NCA qualifier places highest this year? And he lists a couple, but there's many beyond that. Pletcher, McCutcheon, Valencia, Price, Haynes. Um, I think the probably most obvious answer is Joey McKenna, right? Him not placing. I think he's he's definitely one of the guys. I think, although, and Deep I, weight. I know I really like, I, I get accused of, of liking McCutcheon too much. I accept that. However, he's one I would suggest just because of the construction of 197. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you take a McKenna in a deep weight or mm-hmm. a McCutcheon in a thin weight. Um, I think in terms of just quality guys, Zach Zabaski, high quality guy. Him, his NCAA performance is like stunning to me. Like he wrestled his freshman <clears throat> year, he lost to two really good guys. He lost to Renda, who he'd beaten umpteen times, and then he lost to Nate Brown, who's a monster. And that was two very close matches that he could have won. Last well, year, he lost to Hunter Gamble. Well, he's up a weight. It was a, it was a weird. Um, who, wait, who are you talking about? I think you're talk, I thought you were talking about McCutcheon. I said Zavasky. Mm. Yeah, Zavasky's a gamble. That was like it was a first period non-scramble. Yeah, no one had control. It was weird, but. Yeah. But he lost in in topside too to someone I'm pretty sure he can or had beaten. Zavasky's Zavasky might. I mean, I don't have the list in front of me, but he got to be among the guys, the juniors that are going into college this year that have not yet AA'd. He got to be among the best. Yeah, I would say so. He beat Miles Martin. He's beaten how many good guys? He's beaten Renda multiple times. We'll have to go and look up all his good wins, but he's got a gaggle of them. So there's some there's some cheeky answers to this question too. Guys that have never AA'd. Do some cheeky ones like uh, Soriano and Chance Marsteller. Sure, but they're they're different ones, right? I like the Zavadsky pick. Um, Pletcher, would be I a love solid Pletcher one. at thirty three. Love him, Ryan Price. Now, interesting. What I don't know what Lehigh is doing with their lineup, and I I don't know if Lehigh knows for sure because I asking around. It sounds up in the air. Jordan Cutler is a giant, and obviously not a fifty seven ever again. Mm. Those days are done, but. 65, maybe 74 could be. Now, if he goes 74 and if, if Cutler is dictating, then that means Price 84, then what happens with Chris Weiler? No chance Price, Price can make 65. I don't think so. Mm-mm. He did. Well, I mean, he has. I mean, so there's you know a chance, but he was so much better at 74 than he was at 65. I don't know why you do that. Well, I mean, he was also a year older. You're older, you're better. Yeah, you could say that, but I don't. I don't think who was there 65 last year. Cole Walter. Mm-hmm. So I think. So the the domino, I guess, there with with Lehigh, and they're an interesting team this year, as they are most years. But 57, they have Walter. They've got. Um, it, it would make sense for Walter 57, Cutler, Price, Weiler. That on paper is like. That's your solution. So Cutler going up slightly de-optimizes their, their team. And then they have maybe a good problem. I mean, they have two talented kids in Gentile and um, the kid from Stroudsburg. And then they have Jordan Wood at heavyweight. Lot, right. I mean, lot, very balanced, very good lineup. Very deep. Pat Santora, a serial recruiting <coughs> recruiter over guys. Hughesy. John Hughes. Great recruiter. Absolutely. So those are our guys. Uh, that I would say probably the best guys that have not placed yet. Um, which way underfunded school estimate 
three scholies or less does the most with the least duke 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 for sure is one of them i mean the ivies don't have scholarships but they got i think they have their ways right i'm sure duke has their ways as well of getting around it um with financial packages and things uh, cornell does has some solution but cornell i think is probably the another obvious answer is they're outstanding every year what others i mean in, and that's another thing we don't know for every school their scholarship situation i don't know who know we were talking about that yesterday it would be glorious to just know if you just could go to a website and be like soriano gets 80 percent scholarship and mark hall gets 90 and yeah and I don't know. Whatever. It would be fun. I wish those books were open. Why aren't they? Oh. It's public, right? Yeah, I guess it's not, a, though. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Someone asked, do you think Verclaren will decommit after reading your report? What report is that? I didn't get that. Well, it's not even my report. No one ever reads a byline in in America. They, It's pretty hard to decommit once you're already enrolled in college, too. So, yeah, that's going to make the decommitment process difficult, Donald Worthy. Donald Worthy referring to... Nomad's Penn State depth chart. Mm. Um, I think Verclear knew what he was signing up for. I, I don't think he went to Penn State because he was looking for an easy path to starting. Let's right? be clear. Let's be clear. You know, and no one. Here's the thing, guys. And when we're doing when we're doing prospect rankings and when we're doing um, big boards and stuff, you you, you don't always <laughs> you can't always be a hundred percent honest. Uh, you don't want you don't want to voice concerns about kids and and maybe make their stock go up or down or whatever which way right jared verclearan he has diabetes it's gonna be it's college wrestling will be very tough for him um especially cutting weight right Uh, especially making weight two or three days in a row and so and now, on top of that, he has to get into America's most star-studded lineup, America's most the deepest roster. So it's going to be tougher for Clearing. Can he do it? I maybe maybe he can. But so someone else asked anyone. Uh, this is a great question, and I would love to go back and do some research on this. Any better senior class come to mind than this year's Rutherford, Heil, Imar, Snyder, Nato, Bo? <laughs> mm. That's a dandy. That is a well. dandy. Are we talking high school senior class or college senior class? Because Snyder doesn't count for if it's high school. Uh, so obviously this guy is asking about college. Right. Graduating right. seniors in college. Um, it was This would be tough to – I mean, you have two, like, absolute in contention for, like, one, some of the five best college wrestlers ever. If, if Rutherford and Snyder had three straight undefeated seasons, that puts you in very rarefied air. I mean – you're you're doing something that that four timers haven't done, right? Mm-hmm. So for that reason, yeah, I don't think so. And then you've got Imar who could go one one two one. And NATO NATO one three three question mark. Right. Yeah, it'll be tough to see. I would love we should go back and look at something like the best. And maybe this would be a better piece to do after it, the season. It shouldn't be that it shouldn't yeah, we can do it after the season, but it shouldn't be that difficult to look no. up. You just well, yes, it could be difficult because NCAA brackets don't list their grade. Well, well, well I'm just saying, if we go back 10, 15 years, we'll have not, you know, we're not going to go back to the 90s and stuff like that. Yeah. I think you look back the last 10 years, it'd be it'd be revealing. Mm-hmm. There, there was an era there when we had Ruth, and I, these weren't all necessarily the same grades, but when you had S- Logan Stieber, Jordan Oliver, David Taylor, Ed Ruth, some other guys I'm forgetting, Kyle Dake, mm-hmm. all wrestling caught. That is, yeah, that's amazing. I, I think well. we get hung up a lot in recency. Like I, I bet you there's some years in the '80s that it's just like. Yeah, All but these guys not, are seniors. we're not going to have the context. We're going to read a name and not really know what that guy was. And you're not going to know who those guys, what they really were. You'll know their name and their reputation maybe, but you won't know the, you know, their records, things like mm-hmm. that going into it. So I don't know. It, it would be very tough to come up with a senior class as studded as, as this year's that's coming up. Um, outstanding. Here's another one. It's almost in that vein. Can you name a better top three recruiting class in 2017? Lee, Yanni, Fix. 
I don't think so. I mean, again, it's recency, right? But yeah, certainly not this year. They're all world champs. They're all world champs, and and that's a little anymore. I'm not trying to dismiss the the world champ thing, but you know, they're we're getting a lot of cadet world we're champs. Getting, now. We're getting cadet medals in buckets. <laughs> yeah, we're, there's so many, especially at the, at the cadet level. Junior is one thing. You know, Yanni hasn't won a junior world medal yet. Um, but yeah, with Dayton Spencer and Yanni, it's tough to come up with Gable. Oh yeah, Gable. But he's not in this this year's. Uh, no, but I'm class. saying in, I'm saying world gold cadet world, junior world golds. So yeah, as far as the top three, where really it's almost like take your pick who you who you want the most. I don't know. Um, a couple years ago, I mean, when Chance was Chance, right? Him and Kyle Snyder, that was like a wow class. Um, but no, top three probably not. Let me carry pull the, that up. I'll carry, carry the thing. And my question to the couch: Who has this is this is the ten thousand dollar question? Who has the better career between Suriano Fix and Spencer Lee? Now, Suriano, it's tough that how do you measure that freshman year? Because probably we're going to look back, and all three of those guys, sophomore, junior, senior year, are going to be excellent. Then we're going to look back, well, Suriano didn't compete, get to compete at NCAA's senior year. Who do you guys like in, in that bunch? I'll take Dayton Fix. But yeah, I mean, I don't think those guys, other guys, are gonna have a bad career at all. It, I just, Dane Fix is incredible, and I think he's gonna do incredible things. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I got a lot of flack for putting Dayton over Spencer last year in the big board, and if we're talking freestyle, I'd probably lean towards Fix. But man, okay. Spencer Lee, like I was watching Spencer Lee last night uh, against Joey Silva. That dude. Is, First of all, that dude's so good on top, and he's so freaking strong. And his hands, his hands too, right? And he's, he really snaps. But hey, let's get back to top top three. We're talking about top three um, in recent memory. So the 2013 class was this: Bojo. And this is how I had him in the senior big board in this in their grade 2013. Bojo Zane Ben Whitford. Um. Ben Whitford in high school was an axe Ben Whitford was amazing. He was amazing. And then beyond that, so you can say, uh, you know, Yanni, Dayton, Spencer, best three of their class. That's not – it won't be proven for five years, their production in college. But um, also in the Bojo Zane Whitford class uh, was Joey Dance, Jaden Cox, Imar, Dean Ashnell. forgot Dean Heil. Heil. Heil I had ranked 15th. Whoops. Hey, it happens. Um, I bet. So, remember when we were talking about that Ohio State recruiting class and Bojo and Nathan Tomasello? Bro. And Willie, or CP's like, you better have had him ranked high. And we went back and looked, and they were ranked ninth. Who, what, what class was that? 2013? Who was in it? It was Bojo and Tomasello. That's, like, pretty much all Ohio State had. I think they had one other person. Yeah. Um, Whoops. <laughs> Do you have the link? Well, I would love to know who that was behind. Yeah, hang on. Because we need that context. Because I, I think anymore, <laughs> maybe that, I think if I had to guess, just being in your brain then, I bet your recruiting philosophy or your how you measured recruiting classes changed. Absolutely. I wrote, Be- I believe I wrote in last year, I think I know what you're getting at. I think I wrote in last year's thing that I love Tom Ryan's recruiting class a class is his his mo is two studs. Yep, I love it, uh, and it works for him. And there's no fluff, and most of his guys work out. And it works out when there's no attrition, right? You can't bring in two studs each year, and one of them doesn't pan out, right? You got they got to be the right studs, mm-hmm. NATO and Bo. Because I've seen you with like Penn State, you ranked their Mark Hall Suriano class very high, um, as I recall. And even those, and I think Manville was thrown in there as well. They were high, and even though there may be some other classes where you could say, "Wow, they have six ranked guys." Yeah, those two, those two. Yeah, that number, that number thirty-seven and that number sixty-four. They're good, but listen, 
we, you just know with Soriano, and you know with Mark Hall, and you knew, and you knew then. I know you were high on Bo and NATO then, but I just don't think you were evaluating it properly no, at that you're point. You're absolutely right. Over time, I have, to the extent that now it's almost exclusively that. Now I'm way over here, where way. I value studs. Yeah, I value studs, and if you you know if you bring in. <clears throat> If you bring in a pro, uh, a program brings in number fifty two, number sixty three, number seventy eight, number ninety nine, you're gonna get a thumbs up from me because good job. But you're talking about the top five tier. You better bring in some horses. Yes. Yeah, I think that's so, the way you look. I at. mean, some of these aren't even that bad. Like number eight was Oklahoma State with Dean Heil, Anthony Colica, and Keelan Torres. So you got four years or eight years out of Heil and Colica, and. But I think, you know, hindsight, you put those two, you put Bo and I think even then you would say Bo and Nato were probably going to do better than Colica. How about this? We're talking about Yanni Dayton, Spencer, 2014, Kyle Snyder, Chance Marsteller, Bryce Brill is the way I had it. Wow. Uh, However. See, Bryce, I I think that's, and I can, it's easy to say now, but even then, Bryce was not wrestling much. He didn't have that many marquee wins. I thought well, you're I gonna thought he laugh. Was a Give me a second, so you can clown me. Uh oh. Guess who number four was? I don't want to. Jason Milk. Ooh. So this is the way. I, this is the way it was. So what I'm saying is, you could say Yanni, Dayton, and thing, but that's not proven yet. That won't be proven for five years. So. Uh, I, I feel pretty certain. Yes. Right. But you always. I feel wouldn't certain. have felt. I no. I don't think. I wouldn't have felt certain about Bryce Brill. Um. Okay. But guess who else is in that class? And I had questions about Bo Chance. Nichols in that class. Bo, I can see that. I could see Bo not. Yeah, I don't know. Man, that's crazy. But that's pretty much. There wasn't anybody that I whiffed on. Uh, and then 2015. 2015 was the Valencias. Oh, here's an interesting question. Because uh, I think I know the answer. How would you and Willie rank the flow staff pound for pound in wrestling ability? All right, I think I've got it in wrestling ability. And I'm going to include Joe and Nick V and all those, all the wrestlers in this class. I think right now, this is tough. This should be interesting. LJ Helbig's in the mix, two-time. I think he's one. I think L- LJ is one in terms of credentials. But I think I, I, Bader and he, I think they go to they go pretty well together. Now maybe L. So I think he's have to say LJ. Well, LJ's obviously a lot bigger, but yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> LJ won conference at heavyweight, right? Yeah. LJ. Then do you say I don't know? I'll say Bader. Bader in terms of ability. Bader. Now where does Mike Mal fit? Is the real interesting one. Mike Mal is filthy. He, he just, one time, and now this is not a big accomplishment with me, but. <laughs> I don't want to say it. <laughs> so what, it's, he foot swept you a, to your back? He foot swept me to my back. He wasn't even touching me. I, I know. I was tied up with him, and then boom. I, was like, I know. He's filthy. He does some – he tricks you. So I'll say – I'll say Bader, Mike, LJ are at the top. Nick V, Joe, mm-hmm. Bratke. Me behind Joe. Mm. You beat Joe Williamson? Bigger than me, but pound for pound. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, head head to head. Of course, Joe's a lot bigger. <clears throat> I don't know. Than I him, just think Joe's. Pound, a, yeah, he wrestled at Missouri for a couple of years. I don't know Tiger style. All right, so I'll go. Bracky, Joe Flo, Willie, uh, Holmes, then me Lobdell. Whoa, probably, whoa! You forgot Andrew Spay. Oh, I've never seen him wrestle. He's disqualified. He's I, the he's the medic. We've never seen him wrestle. <laughs> Until has anyone seen him wrestle? Huh? So I don't know where he fits. Everyone else I've seen him wrestle. We just why don't we just have a tournament? We'll just have a tournament. King one one one. I'll do a tournament. If it's one one one. I think I could. I think I could. Don't. Don't. It two hey. two two. I think I could beat you. That's, That's an interesting a, question. I mean, anyway. it's definitely me and Nomad are at the bottom. That's undeniable. Look, although I've never seen Holmes wrestle either. He's just he's really big. He's a big boy. If biceps are involved, Holmes is going to win. Yeah. he He's pound for pound best in curls. Just, did he go to, to Dagestan? We need to have more matches when we go to events. Yeah, we do. For sure do. 
Hey, let's end the show like this. Hold on. All right, go ahead. I don't know if we... It's only 8.57. We started two minutes late. Where are we trying to get out of here? Godoyev is wrestling 79 kilograms. Yeah, so here's... Godoyev is actually going to wrestle, guys. So this is... Breaking. First of all, that is breaking news because this guy refuses to ever wrestle. He only wrestles at, like, like, nationals and world competition. Okay? So congrats, Anwar. You're actually wrestling. So here's what I say. Kyle Dake. Kyle Dake. Will you please go? Let's book your flight. To Krasnyarsk, Russia. Well, we know, we know Thomas Gilman's going. Okay. That's, we know Thomas Gilman's going. Is Gilman, he in the 79 right? Oh, is he, going. is he going up to 79? We're talking about 79 We're right talking now. about 79. We're buddy. talking about Anwar Godoyev. We want to see an American beat him. Kyle Dake. I don't like him. I want to see him lose every match he wrestles. Every time. I want to see Kyle Dake beat him. This bloody. He will be huge at 79. He will be so big at 79. He will be well, much bigger than Kyle. No. Huge. Well. Huge. Here's my thing. He was a 74. Here's my thing. Day of. Off the sauce. Off the sauce. You think he's going to be off the sauce for Uregan? I mean, I don't know. But. He ain't going to be off. There's a chance that he's off the sauce. He will be appropriately sauced. He getting a two-piece with extra sauce. You think he'll be fully sauced? He will be. Yes. He'll be sauced. Now, the question. uh, How many sauces do you get? I don't know. Well, with a with a six piece, you get two. All right. So I think I think with Godoyev at seventy nine. Now seventy nine, you say up a weight. This is day of people. Day of seventy nine. That you know, is n- gonna be, that's gonna be, be so difficult fine, for him size wise. Oh, he's gonna be huge. I think I think he's gonna struggle to make this weight, dude. I think it's I think it's dependent upon how juiced he is. I don't know if he can make this weight. Um, day of. Two day weigh ins. I don't think he can do it. It's gonna be. He was cutting from over two hundred to 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 sixty three. He was, according to him. I don't. I don't large. believe that. He's he's as big as Gabe Dean. He is huge. He is huge. So I can't wait. I want to see. Huge. <laughs> I don't think we can see Mark. I think when you consider seventy nine kilogram contenders for USA, I think you say Dake. You say I don't know if Ringer's going up, but I would say Ringer. I would say um, Mark Hall. I don't think we'd see Mark Hall at Uregan during P- Penn State. I don't think it's going to let him do that. And, yeah, maybe John Reeder. I don't know. Who else? Chris Perry. Is Reeder going? BFF? Yeah. <laughs> Bono already said that he's if, if Reeder wins the Schultz, which they obviously think he is, then they're, they're going to fight like heck to get him on the World Cup team in 79. What is it? Uh... Uregan? We're talking about Uregan. So we're talking I, about Uregan. Is he going oh, to no, Uregan? I don't, I don't know if he's going to go to Uregan. They, that's during, during the season for them. Come on. Okay. So I, <laughs> I'm, excited contenders. For, I'm, I'm excited to see Kadoyev at 79 wrestling. I'm excited I, to see him at any weight. Yeah, anyway. Say if he was at 97 or whatever. Right. So additional questions. Let me make sure we didn't miss any other ones. I'll just do go some rapid fire. Any chance Corey Keener can make the pull down of 25? I say no way. He's no too way. hurt. Doubt he can make it. Does Cornell lose his stranglehold on the EIWAs this year? I'm tired of picking against them, but if they don't, it is an absolute black mark on the Lehigh program. I, I, if I this think, team loses. Yeah, that if they question lose to Cornell is, this year, the last few years you've been been saying Lehigh can. Lehigh has a chance. Lehigh is a slight favorite, maybe, some years. This year it's like – Come on. If it doesn't happen this year, stop. It It, it is an absolute – it is an absolute credit to Rob Cole yeah. and his staff, and it is up. They, are, they are so far ahead right now. Cornell rebuilding, sort of retooling their lineup, and Lehigh has good guide every way, balanced lineup. So Yeah. So I, I think it's probably done. Can you fix the audio? No. No. Um, can't do that. Um, so that's, that's pretty good. Appreciate, appreciate all the – all the questions from you guys. And with that, I think we could safely leave. We could depart. Now it's time to say goodbye. Now it's time. Oh, you did you want to say something about the, the Rutgers? You know, I interviewed Coach Goodale talking about their season ticket situation. They've been flying out like hotcakes. They're over 2,000 now, season tickets sold. 2,000 is a great number. For I mean, season tickets? It sounds... Sounds like unimpressive, but when you talk about sport of wrestling, there ain't ma- look. Last year, look at the average ticket, uh, average attendance. Oh. Now factor in that they have two thousand guaranteed 
seats sold out. They're they're top seven already. They're already top seven before they sell another ticket. Yeah, I think Penn State, Iowa, probably lead the way season ticket sales. I don't know where I or Ohio State, Oklahoma State factor in, but you have a note in here. I think Iowa State close to breaking their school record. I guess for they were like a hundred away. I get the AD tweeted out. Wow, they'll get that for sure. And that, I think that pretty sure that was before the car commitment, but the car commitment just generates even more excitement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of lot of excitement, a lot of buzz around Iowa State wrestling. Oh snap, Sion's here. Oh, come here, Sion. Sion, get in here. No, real quick. Sion, no. Hey, come on. You don't oh, come oh, in here. We have an important question. We sit need down. a rapid reaction on the car. Rapid reaction. Sit down. Would you, sit, sit. We have to ask. Breaking. Sion's rapid reaction has the car commitment. This is ridiculous. He wears Penn State all the time. They get one commitment. He's back to Iowa State. Wow, you are the most fair weather Cyclone fan that there is. But your reaction to the Cyclones landing David Carr legacy. Sion, your thoughts? Uh, good pickup for Iowa State. Stop playing it so smooth. You know that you're. You should be excited. He you is excited. For Iowa State, you know he's going to be doing great things. You know, following in his dad's. And his brother's footsteps at Iowa State, so expect some great things out of him, you know. Iowa State's on the up and up. What do you think about the, the recruiting pitch that, that Iowa State does, picking up guys in, like, fancy sports cars or, like, rolling up in, like, big, like, yeah, sports cars? Do you like that that swagger? Well, if they did that, I know nothing about it, man. Yeah, yeah. they got, You know, okay, so I'm telling you, they, they, have, they have fancy cars. You know, they went and – I think Sion thinks it's illegal. Sion, Sion's well, like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not getting implicated not, in this. They're not giving them. Oh no, I, I saw, I saw that. Uh, they're going to Enterprise and getting. Remember a nice how Bridgestone, vet. Bridgestone used to pick you up in a private jet? Oh, shit, I wish. Oh. <laughs> on it. Oh, oh, oh wait. Well, no, I, I saw that they did a nice uh, legacy uh, thing on uh, Nate Carr Senior right last week, so I kind of had the indication, you know, they were. Greasing the wheels to make sure uh, Nate Carr Jr. knew knew that he well not Nate Carr David Carr knew he was a legacy to so come up there you know they played they posted it all over uh, Twitter and they posted it all over Facebook so they, they've been greasing the wheels on so it. So the uh, also of note they're going to break uh, the, the school record for most season tickets sold. So they're just still kinda, about they're already the, smashing the old era Iowa State record. Well, I mean um, everything here on last era. time I saw they were like they were two hundred behind so. Why couldn't you help them sell out? I mean, yeah, yeah when you were there, teams. why didn't you sell more tickets? Dresser's there for 45 minutes. They're already outdoing every C on record imaginable. Hey. Your response? You should have done more for the program. Until they start winning. I don't believe nothing. Seeing okay. is believing. He's the worst believe. fan ever. You I'm are. A, worst. I'm a realist. I'm a realist, no. you know. No, you're not. They can sell out records. <laughs> but if they mean? ain't winning, it doesn't matter. So until they start winning, you know. He still thinks I, deep down that the coaching staff is just like trying to s- sabotage this is their job now they're getting paid to do it so nobody's gonna try to sabotage their job i'll give you a dose of realist reality Brett david car is a that. super stud that you should I, be psyched about i never said he wasn't why y'all trying to see so yeah, you came out here like yeah he's all right he's good good, good pickup because that's hey, kyle's point sion is very wait 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 we've seen a lot of super studs in high school and then they get to college and it's not the same story that's fine um you know that's not what no, you said about no, let's, let's not, let's, let's not put all this pressure on, on David Carr before he gets there. You know, he's he's doing great in high school. Let him get through his senior year. Oh, then let him get through his redshirt freshman year. That that don't 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 uh, put it like he's the savior of the program before he gets there and put all this pressure on the, the on the young kid. Your takes are just so <laughs> because he, terrible. The problem is he's he's scared hey. to root for a Hawkeye. Are you he, scared? He won't believe it. He won't believe that Dresser and company will do a good job until they actually do a good job because hey. he's he's scared. Until a coach do a good job, I don't believe anything. I believe in seeing is believing. Yeah, I've never. They're doing a great job of recruiting. They're doing a great job of getting fans. That's what I say about the customer service department. Um, And they're doing a great job. Are you doing a good job in the customer service department? Uh, My guys in that department doing a great job. All right. Great job. Um, I I just wish Coach Dresser had a track record of success. Then maybe Sam could get on board. Like I said. Until it's, pr- I only I believe in what I see. The last year, three years has been in a crapper. He has a, he has to dig it out right now, and he's got a long way to dig out. There's a lot of got, crap to scoop. Got a lot of latrine. <laughs> all right, with, with a lot scoop. of latrine to work right. on. So we're ready until to he go. starts doing we're it. Ready. I'm 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 excited that David Carr, you know, continues his trend. Legacy there because it's a mess. Um, it is a mess. Next episode, Pooper Scoopers, provided by Asics. 
I couldn't believe they were 57. He's so, you know, talking, that should huh? never He's have happened. He's still talking. Yeah, Somebody yeah. give him a Slim Jim so we can close the show. A6. Big, big shout to A6. A6. We love A6. So much so that actually Bracky has an A6 shirt. That's right. That's pretty special. That's rarefied air. Not many of those uh, floating around here. Good dogs. Big shout to A6. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday. We'll just call it A6 Tuesday. Commit? I can commit to next Tuesday. It's going to be an exciting time. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time on FRL.